0: What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of After Bedtime, the Black American Dad's podcast. Uh, so excited for this one today. Uh, this is my friend, a fellow actor, a uh, hey. leader, uh, a great dad, Marcus Morrison. Uh, what's up, man? How you doing?
1: Hey, what's up, Jeremy? How's
0: it going, man? I'll let you kind of get right into it. Tell the people what your name is, what the industry is that you're, ch- what are you chasing, and how many kids you have, and what time is bedtime
1: awesome awesome so what's up guys my name is marcus morrison uh, i am an actor out here in los angeles and yeah i have a son seven year old uh boy he really doesn't have a bedtime right now uh, <laughs> drops you know around 10:30, 30 9 30 10 o'clock ish. so um definitely during the school year we try to work more with that but yeah, he 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 he's not he's never tired.
0: <laughs> hey, I know what that's like. My son, the other day, I caught him being up at like two p.m. or two a.m. in the morning. Like I fell asleep on him and woke up and he was in his bed on his iPad. That's the only reason why I knew that he was up.
1: <laughs> I said, "They up to something? They up? They don't they don't get tired no more." <laughs>
2: They, they don't. I don't even argue with my daughter no more, man. The other night, same day, it was like 10.30, and I was dozing off. I was like, hey, look, turn off the TV before you go to bed and make sure you brush your teeth. All like, right, right. I, I see. Yeah, I see you in the morning, sheesh. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, if you're gonna stay up like that, well, you got some responsibilities to do then. Just take care of all exactly. these things, and then. <laughs> yeah. Just tell us about, like, really where you got your start, what made you want to be an actor, um, and what that means to you um, as a father.
1: Of course, of course. Pretty much what got me started was, um, I'm sitting around one day and I'm just trying to figure out, you know, then what my next 10 years are going to look like and how I want to approach it. And I, I was thinking about, you know, to go get the education route, go get, you know, go ahead and get you the nine to five. And, you know, everything is going to be 100 percent fine. Of course, you're going to deal with ups and downs. But yeah, and you know, I've done that. I did that. I'm going to, you know, go get the, uh, the education and, you know, go go get the nine to five job and try to work your way up in the company, six figures. But, you know, I I did that and, you know, and it just wasn't something that's for me. Also, I'm from Ohio. So coming from that Midwest, there's a lot of people that, you know, that's the way to go. Um, And speaking about, you know, talking to them about, hey, well, I want to be an actor and this is the dream and this is the passion I've had. You know, it was kind of like, not frowned upon, but it's like, oh, really? You're gonna go out there and do that? So it was like, well, well yeah. yeah. So, you know, with that mindset and those type of people be around me, you know, I try to figure out, well, what, how can I actually prove that, I, you know, this is the dream, this is what I wanna do, you know, I have a son, how am I supposed to balance this all out and make something work for myself? And um, essentially I, um, Got founded by this uh, this this uh, agency out in Ohio that my sister was signed with, and they thought I was cut out to be a, uh, you know the actor, a great actor, and they took me to IMTA, which is just an International Model and Talent Association um, showcase, I would say, and I competed with all the a lot of other actors from around the world, and um, I got a lot of recognition from that, and uh, I actually got signed to it. my representation came from those competitions. Uh, with that, that helped spark a lot more confidence in myself. And um, pretty much it, it, it gave me the mentality that, yeah, I, I was set out here to be an actor. And um, essentially that's where I'm at now. You know, I came out here to L.A. to just pretty much chase the dreams.
2: I love that. I love that. And, you know, as fellow chase the dreamers, I'm a writer. Jeremy's an actor as well. So as all the best skins in the room, I'm really digging this podcast. Um, but one thing we have to be honest with that this is a make or break industry. You know, uh, Somebody once said you can either make it or you could just make it. You know what I mean? It's either you right. have everything or you're just getting by. So what was that decision making process like, especially, you know, with a child and with your family kind of on the other side in the Midwest? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. So um, it wasn't it wasn't easy at all. Um, first, right, right away when I got signed, I had options: I had Los Angeles, New York, Atlanta, and Chicago were my options. Uh, coming from the Midwest, you got family, you got friends that say, "Oh, maybe you should go to New York," or, you know, maybe you should go to Chicago. But at the end of the day, if any actor, writer, they all know that if you want to make it in the film world, the best place to be is obviously Los Angeles. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, that was, you know, that was, you know, that was my my choice was LA. Now, with that said. Of Course, you know, having a at that time my son was uh five, having a five year old, and um, uh, that my girlfriend at that time, um, to make those the pro the to weigh the pros and cons, were, it wasn't it wasn't easy at all. Um, definitely have to make some sacrifices, and with acting or you know, being in this industry at all, sacrifices are gonna have to be made in order to get to that next level, and that's right. no matter what. So, uh, with that said I had to you know try to figure out okay what sacrifice am I gonna make pretty much get out the situation I'm in but make sure that I'm also in a good situation for my family. Um, so that sacrifice was all right let me keep leave you guys here for a couple months and i go out there and maybe you know find us a place get us get my job going and get everything going you know so uh, we can have some security which that's you know that's what most the family wants you know especially the uh, the significant other. Uh, you know that that's what they're always going to want security and know that they're safe protected and you know they're not going to be on the street so i came out here just to you know get my feet wet and um you know make that sacrifice um what 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 made me say what made uh what made me make my choice to come out here and not just stay there or move to new york or chicago was um of course you have to be out here to make it um of course you have to be in la the the actor in the uh, entertainment life, but I also wanted to figure out how can I also touch more people and how can I, you know, give Marcus Morrison kind of to everybody, and that was uh, through the TV and through the television, and you know that, and that's why I also you know wanted to become the actor because I bring a lot of positivity and a lot of energy, you know, to the people I'm around and the people that surround me. Uh, I like to stay positive around them. I like to keep giving them motivation. I like to inspire them. And I'm thought to myself, how can I do this? You know, how can I put a smile on everyone's faces out there? You know, and I thought instantly. You know, when I get on, when I watch a movie or TV, I, I, Denzel was my favorite actor. I see him. You know, I, I smile. You know, he, he he's going to be bringing me comedy or he's bringing me joy sometime some time. And I I, I want to do that for you know everybody else. I could do that for out here in the world. And um, if I could do that. And balance of taking care of my family, then that's what I want to do. And the acting is um, pretty much showed me that way. I could do that. I could touch everybody and still have the background of taking care of my family, giving them the things I didn't have as I grew up. Um, and I came from a pretty good background, but you know, there's obviously things out there that I didn't get or. Uh, things that um, I, I, ways that I wanted to see my life go, and I would just want to be, do that for you know my my son now or any future kids I may have in the future. Um, I just want to set that um, that example, or that 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 that, uh, that layout, so they could see exactly that 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 plan. I love that. I love that. And
2: it's funny that you said that because that's like the perfect segue to our next question. Because like, yes, being a father and chasing artistic dream is harder. But I do feel like we have kind of like this built in superpower, you know, it, it kind of guides and motivates our writing and it, it like for me personally, that's what it is. Like talking to Lynn, she kind of keeps me grounded and it, it, it allows me to kind of open my mind as I'm thinking of new ideas and new opportunities and stories right. to tell. So how mm-hmm. are you using fatherhood to kind
1: of influence your job as an actor
2: and um and to get better,
1: you know? Um, just the every days, the every days that comes with being a father. Um you don't even notice it, but it it um uh, it, it builds you up to, you know, different maturity levels that's going to come with being a father. Um, mm-hmm. Different, it's going to be different things that life presents that you wouldn't even know how to approach it, not if you weren't a parent. Um, so, me getting this information and. Uh, me having that education of being a parent or being that father, it actually leads to. I mean, it helps to, with booking some roles actually, because um, you know, not only having that motivation of having that kid or having that success behind me, but also just the normal day-to-day lives of being a being just that, like I said, being that parent. It it actually comes out in my um, my acting or my auditions or even me can even audition to be a dad role now because I know what those, what it looks like to actually be a father. It helps a lot, especially with that crap. It gives me ideas. I'm also a writer as well. So um, I'm writing a, a feature film right now. Nice, uh, nice. And, and it pretty much talks about the old man to the man to the son and mm. how it goes down. So, you know, all these little things that are instilled with me from, being a kid to being a young adult to being a parent, now, you know, it just, now everything that I write, it just kind of comes off naturally because I know different things, I guess I should say. <laughs>
0: the components of what it what what it takes to really focus on the craft, right? Whatever it is, when you're text analysis, when you're breaking down a character, when you're understanding the character, mm-hmm. it ultimately comes to like the truth, right? And like, mm-hmm. and that's what you want to be able to provide that truth of whatever that is. And these experiences to kind of piggyback off of what you're saying, you know, pursuing this industry, which we know the challenges that come along with that. We know the obstacles that come along with that. And we know the stakes that we have, all of us on this call um, with being dad at the same time. Uh, there's a certain uh, trigger that you can tap into uh, right. and, and, and really pull um, to be able to uh, really step outside of yourself and step into something, whether it is directly related to fatherhood or not. But um, i use an example explaining a, a more of my process is like when you are experiencing like a scene that might relate to something that you experienced in your own life. Like for me, uh, I had to do a scene where I, ha- I was, you know, playing a guy that was in this futuristic world and he was, uh, Uh, in front of the general uh, panel to be able to find his parents and that's what he wanted to do. He was an orphan and they didn't let him do it. And, you know, I didn't, I've never had that personal experience, but the relationship that I was able to connect with it was like, I know what it's like to be in the family court and to fight for your life, to be able to be involved in your kid's life. Um, And you have to stand in front of this person that you don't know, that you don't talk to. And, you know, hope and trust and believe that like everything that you have presented, the things that you, are, that you have done are good enough for them to be able to see and not take this precious thing away from you. So you find truth in so many different ways, I think through the journey of father that you can also use and transcend into the craft. And I wanted to know if there was anything like that similar for you and even for you Drew, um, specifically that uh, you guys have noticed.
1: I had an um, audition similar to, to that where it wasn't the futuristic, but I was playing the parent role. And just like like you said, if you're not a non-parent might not have the same emotions as a parent has. So once we, you know, when we get these scenes, we get these breakdowns, you know, we might picture that scene a little bit differently because we have a kid. And that's what I get. Like once if I get a scene where I'm playing a parent or I'm playing that fatherly figure, I should say because I don't get a lot of roles where I'm playing the parent, but if I'm playing like a fatherly figure or that or that leader, then I automatically look at my life, how I lead as a manager, how I lead as a father or how I lead in any type of way. And I just, um, you know, I put that into that character. Me learning how to discipline the right way, you know, and a different way as well as I, a different way, I'll say than what my parents raised me, Learning how to put that discipline into my character that Mm. I'm playing and letting them show like, hey, this is who I really am. Like, this is really me. It it, it helps a lot. Mm. Just having that background, I'll say, it helps a lot.
2: Being a dad made me a better producer, which is what I do in like my daytime jobs. So it's like I remember I was on set one time and we were all carrying equipment to a different place. And I was like, oh, by the way, we need to get this and this. And then the lunch order comes at this time. And before that, what we do. And then one of my co-workers looked at me, she was like, yo, you're like really responsible. And then right. it immediately it, it brought me back to the reason I had to have that checklist in my mind. And it's innately for me to kind of bring that up is because I'm always on the road trip. Or I got to check if Lynn has to use the bathroom or did I bring her a coat or did she do this? So as a father, you're naturally thinking of all these different scenarios. So it's natural mm, to yeah. translate that to your actual, you know, job and stuff like that.
1: That's so true.
0: What have you learned from the business and like that you might have applied into your journey as dad?
1: Never give up keep going mm-hmm. hard even and that's you know that's i am not with my son every day like i would like to be but i know I, I need a call check on him every day see how things are going if he's in school see how school is going don't be that father every, okay it's one thing not being in the you know your child's life physically every day but actually being in that child's life where you can hear his voice and you know he knows that your dad or she knows that your dad and you're, you're that example provider for them Right. you know that's that's what's important you know and at the end of the day if that little one knows that that you know that's that's dad right there and they're not going to steer me the wrong way then you know there's nothing better than that I made a life I want to take care of that life I want to you know um, make sure that life is getting everything out of life and it's protected and is, you know seeing the finer things so Like I said, like how I look at acting and how I look at my career, and how I attack it is the same way I attack being a father. You know, um, never giving up. You know, no matter oh I'm upset with him because he did bad in school or he's getting in trouble. No, you know, you don't give up. You you figure out the best way to discipline. You know, Um, what's gonna work best for this child. But. That's how I approach it. You know, I'm not going to give up on them. I'm not going to give up on you. Just like I'm not going to give up on my trail I'm not giving up on you. I'm putting everything I put into my career and my 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 goals. I'm gonna put that same energy into you and your life to make sure you have that that life you want. But then there there does come
2: that time where we, you need the balance. You know, sometimes you need to pull this rot uh you need to pull this thing back and increase the fatherhood uh uh output. And sometimes it's vice versa. Sometimes you need to say like, hey mom, I need you to take tonight because I have to really double down on this business side. Kind of, how do you balance those two to make sure that, you know, like you said, you're going hard in both categories?
1: Uh, I just want to make sure that at the end of the day, I am at least giving my son his time with his father. Like I said, physically, I can't, he's in Ohio, so I'm not obviously physically giving it to him, but just making sure I'm calling, you know, on on a daily basis, you know, rather. I'm on a set or not, just taking out that time, letting them hear my voice and me hearing his voice, then um, that's the balance right there. Like people could look at that look whether it's a five minute conversation or a five hour conversation, people might look at it like, oh, you only talked to him for five minutes? What are you talking? You know, it's still that every day. And this is how I look at my life once again, like, you know, that every day reading a book or writing on your script. Every day, whether it's 10 minutes or 10 hours, if you do it every single day, there's no way you're gonna fail. If you do it every single day, there's no way your son or your daughter is not gonna feel like they're not loved or daddy doesn't care. Because, you know, every day show something. If you do something every day, it's gonna pay off. So my Yeah, that's real. Just giving him his time. You know, I I know that I'm here to act. I know I gotta put a hundred hours into this auditioning or sub tapes or whatever the art may be at that time writing a, a feature film or a short but i also know i can't just let go of my, um put my son on the back burner you know or put the family on the back burner you know Um i always got to make sure that like i said you know i'm talking to him or i'll send his mother some money to make sure this is taken care of or that's taken care of or daycare is paid or whatever it may be you know just want to make sure that at the end of the day, he's still he's still My the, the main thing that's important to me, and he's going to get all the loving that, and that he needs from his father.
0: That's beautiful. Well said. And I, I you know, because I could really sympathize with that a lot. Because it is, is as you know, it's it is difficult to be away from your kids physically, mm-hmm. um, but but what I'm what I what it's taught me and what it's made me much more resourceful on is the engagement with them mentally and spiritually. And mm-hmm. I think that those things are. Um, now what I see is like they're far more beneficial um, in the way your child grows up and the way your child develops um, in regards of reliance on you or dependency on you and um, feeling like you are there for them and and that you that you are present in their life whether it's not you know the physical manifestations are not always there the way, as much as you would like them to be uh, you hit it right on the head you just gotta find that way uh, to Make sure that you are engaging. And if it's every day, whether it's five minutes, whether it's 10 hours, it doesn't matter. You know, you find a way for you and whatever works for you uh, to be that impact and to be there for that child. And that's that's great. And I think that that's, that's I hope that people are listening to this and, and, and really taking away uh, the, the message that you're saying and then that. But I want to kind of shift a little bit more to focusing on the craft. Um, and I want to ask you, like,
1: what are you working on?
0: Um, in your craft right now, like what is a focus point for you uh, as an actor right now? So
1: focal point right now, um, doing a lot right now actually, Um, mainly just wanna audition as much as possible. Audition, 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 and make sure you're gonna hit something out the park. So that's the main focus right now. Um, But I'm also working on, you know, um, little self projects, me and my friends um, our group is called gbc god's briefcase gbc studios is pretty much what it's abbreviated abbreviated down to um but we got L- our Lc up and running for that and um everything's going pretty good with our with our with our group we are working on projects uh, feature films we are working on uh one is going to be getting released uh valentine's day of next year that's called tonic and we're going to be um, hey congratulations nice. We're nice. That's Big. That's big. at red studios so um that that's a lot going that's something big that we've been working on this project for a while now and that's going to open up you know the more money then it's going to uh, of course lead to more funding for us so that's going to open up to a lot more projects that we already have done we just need funding of course um, with that said, we're working on music as well. I also have my first performance. I've, this music is something new, but it, I, I was featured in a song and now we actually um, are performing August 25th at Mint. I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. This is gonna be my first musical performance. So that's something new. And then of course, like I said, um and then I'm writing on a couple scripts myself. I'm writing The Prodigy, which comes out Christmas of 2023. And then, uh, we don't know where we're premiering that one at yet. And then we also, um, I'm also working on that thing I was just telling you about Old Man, but that's not coming out for a while. Yeah, we have a couple of things up our sleeves. And then my, my, my other friends, they have other projects they're working on, uh, Sleepy Black Girl. And there's a couple other things that they're working on, but those are just mine that I know about. Um, and then, uh, like I said, my friends have other things that it's all GBC stuff, but they have their own little things that once they come out, we're all gonna be acting in it together. But we pretty much have a five five to 10 year plan for movies and shorts and music right now, which hopefully will lead on more things, clothing line and whatever else comes. <laughs> That's dope. I love that. Nice. Uh, nice.
0: What's one of the, uh, like how do you think, cause it sounds like what you're doing is like you're, you're building more things that are surrounding around the craft of acting. How do you think that, um, and kind of talk about that like in in regards to like what that strategy is of being not only collaborating with other artists but also doing things beyond just being in front of the camera um, and how that can kind of help you at, like as an actor or vice versa in other aspects of the of the industry um
1: so yeah as an actor um of course you're gonna you could go to different mini sets or you're gonna meet different many people especially out here that do different things my best thing is my my thing is um just network um and see what you could and see what else you're good at i mean uh, if you're an actor you might can do more like i i see i find myself i found out that just within the last year or two i'm also good at writing and eventually i want to start directing and then i I knew i could do music but it was all just for fun more freestyle things so it's always just communicating networking with people meeting more people who can actually level you up and you can help level them up. You know, a lot of people out here just look, well, how can how can you make my life better? But it's more of a as you once again, balance. If, if I can improve your life, how can you improve mine and so and such and such? Like right? can we we could collab, we could do this, we could do that together. And um uh, a lot of us are, you know, we're up and coming. So we just don't have money just laying around to go do this and do that. So One thing, all of us are talented. We're artists. That's why we're here, you know, and that's why we know each other. We're all artists. And one thing I like to say is, and this is how I live and how I think, money will always talk to money, but money Mm -hmm. will listen to talent. Um, So, I mean, if you have ideas and you're talented and you can bring something to the table, money will always listen to that and be willing to invest in that. Mm. But there you go. if you're not bringing nothing to the table, you have no talent. There's nothing you can do. Then you know people who have the money, they don't. You know they're not going to take you serious, or they're not going to, you know, even give you that opportunity or that chance. So you know, just keep home homing in on your craft and what you're good at, and keep adding on. Like 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 I said, like this music is something that's new for me, so now I can put this in my bio and whatever else comes with that comes with that. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just networking and just seeing how creative you are. We all are really creative and we could all do more than what we think we can do, I, I think. We're capable of so much. It, it, a man of many talents. And I think that that's the
0: message that you could be able to take away from that. It's like, you know, don't <laughs> being being as an, as an actor, don't just look at it or be it as a writer or be it, as, don't look at it just from that lens look at every aspect of it and see if there are ways that can get you in um to what you're doing from an avenue that you might not even think of so kind of you know be objective in your approach to this industry because we both or we all really can 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 say that like you know there's you know more than one way to skin this cat if you will in in breaking into this industry and um you just got to find the things that you like and find many
1: things that are possible so all right last question
0: Why is it so important for you to build your dream?
1: I didn't come here to fail. Um, I'm all the way from the whole other side of the country. I made a big sacrifice. I'm leaving my five-year-old, who's seven now, um, back back there with his mother. And um, I came here to pretty much make make everyone proud, you know, um, come, come out here with the confidence that I know that I can do this. I know that I can perform and just the fear is, fear is not an option at at the end of the day I have a like the mamba mentality that everyone talks about that's that wasn't instilling in me playing basketball now that I um, I'm acting and that's my passion that's my love literally when I once that camera gets going it's like that mentality comes back out like I'm on the court not that option of not giving up not failing my favorite people my favorite um I guess, Actors or role models in the world, you know Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. Uh, Denzel Washington, J. Cole, you know Nipsey Hussle, all mm. of them. Thing that they all had in common, and that said, they 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 found their what their craft was. They honed in on that craft, and they didn't give up. That's literally what they said. So that's for me. Like I know what my craft is. I know how good I am. I might not be discovered tomorrow or within the next three years, but just don't give up. And you know. Just knowing that you know, get knocked down eight times, you know, get up nine, get up ten times. So that's that's the life I live. You learn, learn from your mistakes, learn from your failures. What can you do to improve? You know, and that's that's how I kind of navigate through this life.
2: That's the approach right there. That's that's the that's the code right there, man. Like you said with that list: Nipsey, Hustle, Jay Cole, uh, Kobe, rest in peace again. Nipsey, rest in peace. Like right you the people that gave their lives dedicated to their craft and jay-z said the only genius thing i did was not give up i echo that man i i definitely feel that man yo this this has been filled with gems marcus like you lit this thing on fire bro oh like,
1: you. man i'm telling you
2: <laughs> thank you thank you yes 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 but this is my favorite part of the podcast please man you, you you talked about a lot of projects you got a show coming up you got to show your performance soon please like shout out your business shout out your your performance Shout everything out. This is the time of the pie where we give you the mic and just let you, you know what I mean, shout out everything about you. So let the people know where they can find you on Instagram, give them your tags, where they can find you in real life, all that stuff.
1: Yeah, guys. So um, Instagram is mark, M-A-R-C dot mo, M-O-90. Uh, you can follow me there. A lot of great content, a lot of uh, sets, a lot of scenes, a lot of behind the scenes of money, um, uh, movie making and everything that comes with this. All a lot of fun. Um, also, you can follow my group page, it's at GBC Studios. Um, it's an up and coming page. We do have a, some background scenes on there. We're using a RED camera. If you guys know about a RED camera, then we're, we're, we, that's what we have, that's what we use. So um, we're willing to work and collab with anyone. Um, um, and we, we wanna network, we wanna grow, we, we want the company to grow. and. Um, yeah, man. That, that's me. That's mark.mo90, Instagram, and then GBC Studios. That's our Instagram as well. And then I have other things, Facebook, of course, Twitter, all that fun stuff, a TikTok. But you know, most importantly, the, just the, the Instagram. You want to follow me on Facebook, Marcus Morrison, simple as that. Twitter, same thing. All right, y'all. Thank you guys so much. Thank
0: you, Marcus. All right, brother. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Enjoy your night. All right. Take care. All right. Later. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of After Bedtime Podcast. Uh, we appreciate you at the Black American Dad Foundation for taking the time to listen to some amazing dads and their dreams. If you have any questions, you have a dad in mind that wants to join the show, you want to learn more about the Black American Dad Foundation, email us at blackamericandad@gmail.com gmail.com and subject line it with After Bedtime and then just go into a little bit more of what you want to know. Other than that, thank you guys so much. Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, at Black American Dad for the updates on the latest episodes. Have a good night.